God damn radio on the fritz again. In the the case of nuclear or radiological fallout, people living around potential targets such Uh, as military bases and chemical plants may be advised to evacuate. Oh, hey, put on that bare bones show you were listening to the other day. of Web3 to episode 26 with your host Saber, Saberstein, and EJ the founder, and B-Bands, your weekly dose of Web3 news, opinions, market analysis, and updates. This show is sponsored by Space Skellies. Please see the links above for more information. This show is entertainment information. Don't be silly. This is not financial advice. None of the topics discussed should be taken as such. If you're interested in these topics, please do your own research. This week, we're, we'll be joined by our guest, um, Anna from Meta Vixens. So we'll be chatting with her um, a little bit after uh, our announcements and um, our news and analysis. So to start, we're going to go to the newsreel and see what's going on. So your bare bones newsreel, April 10th, 2023. Meta, Facebook, same thing is added again. First, Facebook farmed information for ad targeting, which they heavily profited from Facebook users' personal information. And then now there there is concerns with the seg with their new project, the segment anything model, which is called SAM, that Meta has rolled out. Um, it's a new form of data farming that might be being exposed. So Lyle Solomon, um, he's the principal authority at Oak Law uh, Oak View Law Group, was quoted on Decrypta saying, "Using AI for facial recognition without express consent." raises questions about potentially private privacy law violations. Additionally, companies should avoid sharing facial data with third parties unless the individual has consented and any sharing must adhere to privacy law provisions. So what Meta did is they provided AI with over 11 million images so that it would be able to properly identify individual pixels within an image and remove whatever whatever it was told to. It can create three 3D models from those images and identify and separate separate images within the actual image. So you can have like an image, and you you know it'll be able to properly identify the lamp, you know the table, the the people in the um in the actual image. So um, there this poses a huge threats to privacy. And with the past, I have mentioned that there are specific patents for data collection, like mining emotional responses and facial responses that are currently held at the U.S. Patent Office. So this is definitely like something uh, that is happening right now. So my thought on this is we're unsure of where these 11 11 million images came from that they fed to the AI, where they purchased from a third party or possibly um, where the the images already theirs property since you know when you get onto a meta uh, platform you have to sign a little consent nobody really reads the fine print so essentially once you put your data in there it's their property anyway and they can do whatever they want so that is just a little headliner i wanted to kind of throw out there for you guys um to think about and before i move on to the next saber or meta do you guys have any questions or would like to say anything about this uh, it's it's very concerning, isn't it? I mean, I I don't know. Um, I am very interested in the whole AI development, obviously, and I can see the benefits. But I feel like we're in this weird spot, you know, where where boundaries can get crossed. And like you said, that's that's a huge breach of privacy. And I wow, <laughs> that makes me feel so uneasy. And and that's the thing. Like how how far are we going here? 
And even when it comes to like art and stuff, I feel like it's a, it's a, it's an invasion of privacy when art is being used as a as a reference that you know the artist didn't agree to, and this is just taking it to a whole different level to have your your face out there. It's uh, it's very concerning. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And um, I remember one of our earlier bare bones episodes when you did share um, that you had companies that had patents for you know facial recognition, emotional recognition. It was just like mind-blowing to me so maybe i'm a little more desensitized desensitized to it um now after you know because you've been sharing this on a lot of our bare bones episodes um the evolution of all this so it still is worrisome but it is going to be interesting to see where it goes definitely so the next one is a headliner um the doj seizes 112 million in stolen crypto and will try to return the funds to victims. Six wallets that were tied to funds laundered from pig butchering scams, which is when someone runs a con on a person, fattens them up emotionally, either through friendship or romance, and then essentially gets them to give them their money, taking their life savings. So these pig butchering scams are becoming more and more prevalent in the crypto space. Back in February, a 63-year-old Hong Kong man lost like $1.5 million of his inheritance in this type of con. So remember to be careful in the space and guard your heart. Um, we don't know really who you're talking to or, you know, what could happen. So um, just kind of a, a little warning. <laughs> so for our next story, Google is now teaming up with the CeeLo Foundation. Uh, the CeeLo Foundation is a mobile first financial tool built on chain for peer to peer payment that only needs mobile numbers and is EVM compatible. So the Ethereum virtual machine. Uh, Google is going to give credits for their cloud, their Google cloud storage and their Firebase, and which is Google's in-house DAP uh, builder to projects building on the CeeLo blockchain. So if you're a founder or a builder and you're doing this on the CeeLo blockchain, you can get uh, these credits and essentially be able to like build you know, at a discounter for free on Google Cloud Storage or on Firebase. Um, they're going to have an accelerator program for CeeLo team. It has been established with a mentoring coming from Google, from the Google Cloud team. They're going to be taking CeeLo under their wing and kind of teaching them the ropes. Dr. Cringe, I mean, why is he so cringe? Dr. Craig Wright, the fake Satoshi, who claims he's the creator of Bitcoin, now wants to say that Apple has violated copyright laws because of the hidden Bitcoin white paper that is in the Apple um, computers that has been there and been put on there since uh, 2018. I think it's silliness, and I just don't know why that guy just won't go away. <laughs> With over 59,000 dApps on Polygon, it's no wonder it has become, it's coming the most popular ga uh, gaming hub rank with uh, with the number two spot, you would think, wow, they're number two in gaming. That's amazing. Well, that's still 129% lower than WaxP that has over 300,000 active users av as of March. So even though Polygon is number two in the gaming sphere, it's still 229% lower than the WaxP um, blockchain. I think that's inter interesting, especially since the the reason that they got to rank number two was they launched a game on their test net that brought 5,000 users to play the game. So I think that's kind of interesting in the, if you like see, um, or if you're trying to compare apples to apples, like how, what a big difference it is. What was that Saber? Sorry, I was just gonna say, I think that was evident because when we had Crypto Sash on, he had, he had mentioned um, a few games that were on WaxP. I don't think he mentioned any of the games that were on Polygon. So I still think a lot of like the big gamers are on Wax. Definitely. Um, so a Thai man, this is a headliner story real quick. A Thai man asked ChatGPT to generate four two-digit numbers and he played them on the government lotto and he won 2,000 baht, which is about $60. And on a side note, I, I got added on a, on a tweeter, on a tweeter. <laughs> I got added on a tweet and um, it was for a site called futurepedia.io. Now it's a free site and it's an AI tool directory. So if you're interested in it, um, just go into uh, B-Bands' page and you can see the, the link for the site. I found it very interesting. It was aggregating all of these AI tools, you know, for people to, and at, um, 
add-ons to put with their with what they're building. And then for our last uh, story, it's more not just a heat of warning. Saberstein, would you like to share this one? Sorry, I just switched over to my weekly chart right up. Hang on, where is it? Also, I must say, I can't believe you said tweeter. What a boomer. <laughs> it's my tweeter. Listen, <laughs> <Tweeter>. man. <laughs> I'm sorry if you guys hear my kids. They went Easter egg hunting yesterday, and now they're just obsessed with hunting more eggs. I might have to move. Okay. Uh, so um, this came up yesterday. So Sushi's Route Processor 2 contract has an approval bug. So they're asking people to please revoke approval ASAP. Um, Jared, Jared, at Jared Gray's Twitter, he said, we're working with security teams to mitigate the issue. So it seems that the Sushi Swap Router Processor um, contract has an approved related bug which leads to the loss of 3.3 million so about 1800 ETH from um at ox sifu so just go to um oh my god i'm so sorry guys hang on no okay now i'm just torturing her like if um i'm sorry my husband my husband does my husband works now on monday so it's not as good as it once was but it'll always be good saber what are you talking about Oh man, I'm sorry guys. Well, this is a real life show today. There we go. I love um, it. So you need to go to revoke.cash and you can check um, all the permissions that you have on your MetaMask and just make sure and um, delete any that you don't think or that you don't want on there, specifically um, the one for seafood chain. Awesome, thank you. So um, about now, we would go to um, Saber to have our crypto, uh, our mark, the market analysis. Saber, I have a question. Would you like to uh, do that after we chat with MetaVixens, or are you ready um, to do that now? We can go with MetaVixens first if you like. Switch it up. Ooh. Hey, girl. How you doing? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Thank you so much for inviting me. <laughs> It's uh, it's really nice because I, you know, I've seen space use a lot in um in the space, you know. So I've, I've I'm familiar with the project, and I'm I'm also excited, you know, to um to learn more about it, and also um you know the move to Polygon. That's that's exciting. Yeah, it is. But you know what? Um, we're super excited about that too. But I'm actually more excited to talk about you. Seriously, yeah, I was like checking out your project. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. Oh. Everything is beautiful Thank that you, you draw. It's just a little out of my oh. price range, but that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Is that yeah? That just shows that people are valuing it properly. Thanks, you guys. It it it's really sweet of you. I mean. I've been I've been building it, you know, for for a bit over a year now, and that's when I when I you know started to create NFTs and and look into that and see what's that about because I had no clue until like January twenty two I had no clue what what that even was, uh, you know I've I've been an artist my whole life I've you know I've been working as as a graphic designer for for a toy company for almost a decade you know. Before I took the the plunge to Web three, um, so I've also worked on a lot of projects um, as an illustrator. I've illustrated books, board games, and, and whatnot. Uh, because I do love to create. So when I when I joined this space, like this is what I felt like. This is what I want to bring forward. Uh, this is what I want to you know to contribute with. So. Uh, the way I've been looking at it from the start, for me, for me, it made sense to uh, to create each NFT in the collection individually. So basically, it's, it's a one-to-one, you know, art collection disguised as a as a PFP one. It has like both aspects to it, but it it just felt it just felt right to me. Um, so yeah, it's been a slow, gradual build. You know, both building the the project itself, but also the community because I didn't have. I didn't know anyone here when I started. I didn't have any supporters or followers or, or anything. And, you know, the whole community aspect w- was very new to me uh, because, you know, what I would normally do before this, I would just draw for myself or anything or just post it on, on Instagram or whatever. But that was it. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> it, it to me, that was the most appealing thing. The fact that, you know, you can build a community around around something and you can, you can meet different people that, you know, they might be, you know, in different places of the world and different ages and different interests in, in real life, but they will, they will share a passion for something. And, you know, it's, 
it's it's been quite a ride. Like as a one person team, it it's been challenging. Uh, but oh, wow. I also you're, find it very you're the rewarding. only person on your team. Uh yes, I'm I'm the artist and and the founder and uh, and I handle the tweets and and everything. Yes, so it's it's me. Of course, I I now I have you know I have the community to uh, to push content and everything, which which makes it much easier. Uh, but yes, it's 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 just me. Uh, so it's um it's again it's fun <laughs> to to but it's also challenging sometimes uh because you know you also have to like figure out to keep the tweets engaged everything like check the discord make sure everything is is up and running um but yeah it's 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 been going it's been going good like the collection got verified on open c in the in the beginning of the year i think we're close to 140 uh volume trade now um, and the current floor is, I think it's a, it's around like half. Point six seven. Cause um, I was like, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm always checking it because I was only, I was able to, there was like a other collections that you have, you have, you, I saw the elixirs and then you had another one that was like yes. a weekly draw drop thing that was happening. And yes. so I was able to get that one. It was like a zombie, super cute one. And I was like, okay, I'm going to, so I just been, I kept checking it. I was like, wait until. I was like, yeah, that floor ain't moving. Aww. That floor ain't moving anywhere, but, uh, which is good, and I'm so happy for you. <laughs> it's, it, it's 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 very overwhelming because I started at um, I think the first ones were point oh five, um, so I had like a plan for the first one thirty, and I, that was basically like a pilot run for me. I I just I just said you know this one thirty I I'm gonna drop this. I'm gonna see I'm, I. I I gradually drew, grew up until 0.025 at the end of that. Uh, so I basically wanted to see, okay, where where does it go? Like, what's the what's the potential in this? And you know, basically to see if people like it. <laughs> you know, it, it has to, like start somewhere. Um, so yeah, I, I started with that, and then um, you know, in time, I also built up the, the perks for my holders. So, because you were mentioning the the exclusives collection, that's that's where I uh, where I uh, mint like, uh, rewards for them. So every month, everyone who holds a, a Melavexin will will get a brand new artwork airdrop to them. And for the bigger collectors, I also have like the custom club. So if you if you do get to thirteen Vixens, you get a free custom of your choice in uh, in the main collection, and and then you also get like an additional uh, monthly airdrop. So um, they'll get the holder piece, and they'll, you'll get the custom club one. So every month you'll get that airdrop to your wallet just just for holding the vixens, and you know, and also the is that is that an really is that an indefinite fun. thing where like every month yes. indefinitely there'll be a new yes. piece of artwork, and is the artwork that is yes. dropped is it like um, everyone has like it's a, is it a one of one or is everybody getting the same exact one? It's everyone getting that. It's everyone getting that. So th- there'll be like uh, I think around 150 uh, copies of them. Oh, okay, okay. So and of course for the custom club there'll only be uh, 20 times. So it, that's that's a bit more exclusive. And then um, I, I'll sometimes do like other fun things. Like I, I like to to make things up that just to give me an excuse to draw sometimes so for example like the everyone who bought a vixens since last thursday and up until this thursday um i'm raffling those entries and then they'll get the one-to-one piece in the exclusives collection but based on their on their vixen so i'll get to like draw something like a, a, a different pose or a, a, an action scene or something revolving that that character so, can I, so that's that fun. is awesome like okay so i was I love I love the art style. I, I love how you were saying that you were Thanks an so illustrator. You know, you were an illustrator before and and work with toys. So like, I was my my question was going to be like, you know, the art is very tasteful and very sexy at the same time. What influence? Like, what your with your art style? What? How do you think it was birthed? Like, what artist or art style do you believe helped influence your collection? Like, what did you see that was like, okay, this oh, wow. is this is this is it. And then and, and you you put it to paper so like it's it it has like i think it's it's been developing for a very long time and i think like as an artist you always struggle with that with that sense of style it's like ah, oh, oh. and at one point along the years i kind of stopped like trying to to stress out about about the style and i would just draw a lot and i think the inspiration comes from a lot of things for example i i grew up with cartoon network so i really like the the style and, and some of those cartoons, like the, the early ones, the 90s ones, like the Dexter's Lab and all that. So I, I do like, like the chunkier lines, put out lines and stuff like that. And I think that that does translate, like looking looking back at it, I just couldn't pinpoint it on the spot, but I can see different uh, different influences like that in uh, 
in the art and, and it, it also develops over time because I look at them and I, I've, I think I've minted around 600 something at this point and I can see I can see that the style does evolve. It's the same, of course, it's the same concept, but I can see like different stages because if you'll draw something, you know, repeatedly, uh, it it will eventually change. And I, and I actually like seeing that because I can, I see one of them and I can kind of tell like when it was from, like, okay, that's from like 200 to 300. I, I can already tell on the spot. And I don't know, it's been, it's been very interesting to, to develop this because the way I, I looked at it from the start is like, if nothing comes of this, if you know, if, if people just don't like it and stuff, I'll, I'm just happy to do this as a little experiment, like an art journal for myself, because I do like to draw. I do like to, to draw, you know, girls and things like that, and and I do like you know, fashion and and makeup art and stuff like that. So that's why I came up with this because it, it does reflect a lot of my personality, and I, I I could I could see the versatility that I could bring all those aspects into it, and that's why I, I went with with uh, you know the the women PFP collection because I, I also like to draw like, cute animals and stuff like that. But I, I for me this is what made most sense that I could actually play with it for a very very long time uh, because I also had to think about you know longevity and said okay if if I want to you know if I want to make a thousand of them in the end. I am I able to 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 do this with with this base starting with with this point. So I can say I'm very happy with my decision because I I still enjoy like just the same like drawing them right now like 600 of them later I'm still just as excited or if I'll get an idea I'm like, I, yes I want to do I, this I, and I love really I fun. love how you said art diary like you're like like a just a, a body of work that is like your diary and I just think that that's like. I just love that concept and that thought. And um, now when I look at your creation, I'm going to be like thinking in the diary aspect or like um, I'm going to be thinking a little bit deeper when I when I do look at it. So I was going to add um, your link for the discord. But when I clicked on it, it's like it said you, you need a special permissions or, you know, to, you know, share the, yeah, you do. the link. So if somebody um, wants to join your discord, what, what, what can they do or, or who should they contact? Oh, uh, I'll, I'll look into that, but it, sh it should be open. It should be open to everyone. So I'll, I'll look into what, what the link says. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> I clicked on it. I, it, I, it, it was like, um, you know, you need to have, a, I said, a link to share this Discord. And it says you need to have a special permissions or something for it. So I couldn't. I'll look into it because it should, it should be open. It should be open. Like, I have it in the link tree. It should be there. Okay. No problem. And, um, and, um, so I, you answered a lot of the questions that I was going to ask, um, but I also want to just check in with Saber real quick and see if she has any questions. And um, she does. I'll say, um, first off, um, if anybody wants to take a look while we're speaking, if you go down to the comment section, um, I did post the link for um, her collection on OpenSea. So you guys can take a look. And even if you can't afford it, like myself, just have just following her on Twitter and having her beautiful art show up on your Twitter is amazing. Every day I get to go on Twitter and her beautiful art shows up and it just makes me so happy because you know you don't always have to buy somebody's art. I mean that's that's the best thing you can do, right? But just being able to support in any way by like liking, sharing, going into the Discord. She runs Rumbles a lot. Sometimes I miss them because they're a little bit early for me but I try um, and I love everything that you are saying because, you know, like out in Polygon right now, right? Everybody's about hype and utility and all that kind of stuff. And you're yes. just making beautiful art for people who love it. And I feel like a lot of what NFTs are is just this beautiful art that you can just open and enjoy and collect, right? That goes to more of like the traditional art that you would see in things like um, museums or in people's houses, right? They aren't buying it because there's any utility. They're buying it because it's beautiful. They enjoy it. For some reason, it, it, it gives them some sort of emotion when they look at it, when they pass by it every day. And so, and I love hearing your passion when you speak about it. And I just want to thank you so much for coming on because it's been so enjoyable so far. Thank you. Thank you so much. That that makes me really, really, really happy. I, I can't even I can't even express because I I do like to create art that, that I hope, you know, will, will will make people happy and will, you know, brighten up the day and, and things like that. So I'm I'm 
it, it's really moving to me to hear that. So I really, really appreciate it. And I do appreciate you being in the Discord because, yes, I need to, to figure out what's what's happening there. I'm also, you know, managing that part. And uh, I've been running these, these rumbles. Um, like I have a rumble tournament going on. So right now we're in the middle of, of season two. And every season has a different prize, like a different uh, rumble vixen version. And I have like bigger plans with that in time. And yes, it's they're open for everyone. So, you know, non-holders, you know, they have a chance to win um, an airdrop just by being there and, and clicking you know, the tiny swords in, in the rumble, rumble channel. And it's it's been fun to be able to to be able to do that and i also have like a little um, spaces vixen airdrop that i um, that i give away during my spaces on, on thursdays and I, I like to play around with with that aspect and and like you said like give give other people um you know a chance to to have these and you know it's it's, it's been it's been great um, but yeah, I do invite you to to come to the Discord once I once I figure out what's what's happening with the link because you know the community has, is absolutely amazing and I'm always so humbled to to know that they're there and uh, and they see you know they they see the value in in the art and like you said it's sometimes it is overwhelming with um, you know because the NFT scene itself can be a lot about hype and all that and that's that's amazing and as a collector I I'm you know, I, I, I support them and, and everything, but sometimes it can get a bit like daunting, like, oh, I'm just sitting here drawing. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's, it's a different kind of thing. And I'm, I'm just happy that, that people can, can see that and, and they're part of this. And, you know, that, like I said, like, there's so many great people in the community, like helping out and, and being involved and being passionate about the project, which, which makes me tremendously happy. And, so, uh, Anna? just grateful to be here so anna yeah. i um i was uh i wanted to tell you something um with all these hype projects and these projects that are you know trying to you know run the, these hype spaces and stuff like that or or you know and there's no foundation those are not going to last when there's like a storm you know what i mean when hard times come but the projects that have built a foundation with their community have us you know have that grounding and those roots deep when a storm comes, it's not going to be able to like tip your community over. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to encourage you and like, cause I know like sometimes I go into those spaces just, just to listen, to try to find maybe good projects, but there's so much noise going on that it almost drowns out, you know, everything. Yeah. So I just wanted to say that as, as, you know, something, something to think about. But um, on that note, really quickly before we go on, um, do we want to, I can do the announcements real quick. Um, we just have a, a couple of announcements to touch on. Um, after before, Amanda bef does. I'll say before we go on, does anybody have any questions for MetaVixen? Yes, please. Um, because she, she is incredible. And uh, if you ever wanted a chance to ask her any questions or say anything to her, now would be the time, I think. Um, you know, I think we're pretty fortunate that she came on our show. Like I was pretty excited. I don't care if you call me a simp. I don't care. I think her art is amazing. That's so sweet. I, I was so surprised. Her voice is yes. incredible. So she was like, "Yeah, I'll be on the show." Whatever. I was like, oh, "What?" With a floor you price, guys are so kind. With a floor price like that, she'll talk to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The people are so excited. They want to get into all these, um, you know, top people's like DMs. Um, you know, on Polygon. And I'm just over here like, no, I would totally rather talk to these like incredible artists and builders because those are the people that's those are the people that I would want to talk to to like, those are interesting to me, you know, so. Thank you. I really appreciate being here today. Thank you. You guys are awesome. I don't see any questions anywhere. So if, you know, towards the end, if somebody figures out that they have question, you know, we still have some time. Saber, did you want to go into your market analysis first? Crypto? Sure. Do you want me to just read the announcements really quick? There's only a few today. Uh, I mean, if it, or I can read them and then, um, because you're going to be reading uh, EJ stuff too. Oh yeah, sure. Okay. Do you want to do the announcements and then we'll do the. Yeah, let's do that. stuff. I mean, the, the market is so Sorry, exciting. Guys, we... However, could we not get to it? <laughs> House housekeeping so real quick um 
uh, Saberstein prepared these uh, announcements, so I'm just going to read them real quick to you. We only have four short announcements. Um, the bridge to Polygon from Stargaze was halted last Friday when people began to receive other people's skellies in their wallet. We had a um, we were supposed to be doing a migra- we're doing a migration to Polygon. We had some issues. Um, so because of this, the cur- currently the bridge is still halted and the dev is working on sending out the correct skellies to people who bridged before the halt. The skellies that were bridged on Friday are now considered dead as a new contract had to be deployed. Please check the announcements tab in our Discord server for the correct burn address. So if you have a skelly that you migrated to Polygon and it's, you know, in your wallet and it says, you know, do not sell SS. Those are the, that one is the one you want to send to the burn address that's in our Discord. So I just want to make sure that you guys, if you have any questions, please feel free to ask. Um, if, you, if you are a Bitcoin ordinals holder, the airdrop ordinals will be, li- will be live soon and can be sent out to holders. After that is done, the new metadata will be sent to Magic Eden. So please note, you will be getting airdrop um, some ordinals if you are a Bitcoin ordinal um, holder. Last week, Rival Bears uh, revealed the partnership art that included Space Kellys, the Space Ape Society, and the Lonely Astro Club. And last but not least, B-Bands, that's me, will be at NFT NYC this week. So please be sure to contact to contact me, hit me up on Twitter, I would love or Discord. I would love to um, link up with you. And on that, we'll I'll pass the mic over to Saber. And now to me. Okay, so. The crypto analysis. Good morning, everyone. This is now the third week. I will say that the price action is just so boring as we trade within this range right below resistance. So I'm not surprised by the low volume over the weekend as it was a holiday weekend, right, with Easter and Good Friday. Um, and since we had gone into the weekend already on low volume, it's kind of, it's not surprising. Um, so on the weekly, we have another doji type candle print. Now the candle body has closed higher every week. However, it still is showing indecision and it is on even lower volume than the previous two um, low volume weeks, right? For the last three weeks, we've just had like super low volume, super low volume. Um, On the daily, we are still stuck in this range. So the range is between 28,800 and about 26,600. So until either the high of the range at 28,800 or the low at 26,600, have a daily candle that close above or below, we're still going to be range bound. So I drew the upwards trend line on the chart that does look like an ascending triangle, which is bullish if it holds and breaks above the range high. So if broken below, then price would likely head back to that range low. So we're still stuck within this range we've been in for about the last three weeks. Now, on Twitter, people are just like placing their bets, right? Nobody, nobody really knows what's going to happen. You know, one, like one side is going to win and those people are going to say, oh, I told you so. But at this point, really, really nobody knows, right? Um, when I say an ascending wedge, it's usually a bullish pattern. However, there's no pattern that's 100%, right? Bullish patterns can break down. Bearish patterns can break up. We actually saw a lot of bearish patterns um, breaking upwards. La- last summer, summer before that, in that little mini bear market we had when we went from uh, 65 to like 28K. And so, yeah, at this point, you're just kind of placing your bets if you are trading within this range. Um, a lot of people who trade leverage, like let's say, you know, 10 or 20X on Bitcoin when it's range bound, you can generally just, you know, um, short the resistance and, you know, long the lows. And you can, you know, play those slow moves up and down. But really for volume traders, there's nothing going on. Um, I know we had, you know, Doge that had run, was it last, I think, yeah, last week, just because uh, Elon changed the picture of Twitter to, to a Doge. So if you can get in on those things, you know, those are super exciting. But we've also seen, seen it, you know, sell off from there. Um, so the next target area, if that range high is broken, is around 32,000 as that is the high of the supply zone above and a previous area of heavy support uh, that is now going to be heavy resistance. So anytime you have areas that were heavy support, generally they're now heavy resistance. And that doesn't mean that you're going to like sell off to zero from there. It just means that generally the first time you, uh, you touch that area, you're going to see a bit, a bit of a, a dip, 
Now, I mean, it could dip down, right? And it could bounce and come right back up and shoot above. Or it could just shoot above the first time. Who knows? Um, in an area like this, when you're range bound, a lot of times you'll see people placing their bets, right? So longs and shorts. And so if we do break up upwards to 32,000, we might actually see that 32,000 come very quickly if there's a lot of um, people that are short, right? Because then you're going to see liquidations and you're going to see um, it just jump. If anybody saw, um, like, well, actually, if anybody saw the move from like 16K to 21K, you'll see what I mean. Or if anybody was watching, you know, like GMC or GME or AMC a couple of years ago, you know, you saw it's just a, it's really fast movement as it liquidates people. Um, so the next target below, if the range low is broken, is around that 25,250, as that was the breakout of the previous range we were in for nearly a year. So when we broke that 25,250 and came up to close to 29,000, um, that 25,250 was the break above the previous range. Um, now, once again, you know, there's so many ideas out there, right? We could go back down to 25,000, close to 250. We could confirm that as support and go up. And that like that, when you look at a chart, technically that's, you think that's the logical move, right? However, crypto markets aren't always logical. So you even could see it go down to, let's say, you could see it wick down to 24,000, but then the candle body would close above that 25,250. And that, that would be bullish, right? Because the, as long as the candle body closes above your target area, so 25,250, then that would be, um, then, then your, your idea is still intact. However, the wicks, the wicks are what get you, right? That's where the people or the market makers um, can wick out people, um, can liquidate them right before, before the, the, your idea actually moves on and does what you do. So just make sure you're applying risk management and uh, be safe out there with that. Uh, so on April 12th, Ethereum will complete the full transition to a proof of stake network, which means Ethereum that is staked can now be unstaked and withdrawn. So roughly 18 million ETH will begin to unlock with only about 50,000 ETH able to be withdrawn per day. So, you know, just because 18 million ETH is beginning to unlock, it doesn't mean that it will all be unlocked and withdrawn that day or within that hour, right? There's only a certain amount of ETH that can be withdrawn due to the blocks. Um, about 72% of the stakers are currently in a loss on their stake ETH, so not much incentives to sell. However, some of these stakers will likely or will, will, will probably be taking profits on the rewards that they got from the ETH. So they're not necessarily selling their ETH because some of them may have bought ETH at $100 and staked it, right? Um, those people might be, but anybody who, who bought higher and staked, it's unlikely that they're going to actually you know, be taking profit on it because there's no profit, right? They're in a loss. So why would they? So I think we do see some short-term sell pressure on Ethereum with this Chappella upgrade or Shanghai upgrade. If you are familiar with DeFi and liquid staking, some say the play is liquid staking derivative tokens as ETH stakers choose to liquid stake versus traditional staking. Uh, a few of the big names are Lido, Frax, and Rocket Pool. So I'm not going to be playing the upgrade in any way. Uh, I'll probably just wait for the dust to settle as this is more of like a catalyst or potentially a buy the rumor, sell the news event and not technical. So it's not really, it's not really my forte. Uh, I, am, I am also still assuming next month will be a, uh, the sell in May and go away narrative. Um, history shows that spring has been a sell event over the past eight years of crypto price action. And I did share that previously on a bare bones episode. Um, I also forgot, actually, the reason I brought it up is that Bitcoin Miami is next month and Bitcoin conferences have also been a sell the news event. Um, so just watch out for that because those are generally bearish signals. And sorry, I just need a moment to go to our Discord so I can read EJ's traditional market update. Perfect. Here we are. Are those birds I hear? B-bands? It's a, it's a hawk. Meta Vixen, oh, though, okay. like not for nothing, but with her cute little PF, with her cute PFP, and then the birdies in the background while she was talking, it was setting a whole vibe for me. I felt like I was in like <laughs> a true. forest with like Snow White, and we were like running around with the birds and like singing and dancing. Like, <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, let's do that. I know I always hear um, a lot of Australian people, they always have birds in the background too, and it makes me feel like I'm like, well, not maybe not. I don't think of Australia, but think of like, you know, like the rainforest in like Costa Rica or something like the beautiful birds. It's fun. All right. Now back to EJ's market analysis because he couldn't make it uh, this morning. So his analysis is 
or sorry, he says non-farm payrolls in March grew by 236,000 near expectations, but signaling a slowdown in job growth. The Labor Department reported that the unemployment rate decreased to 3.5% with an increase in labor force participation. So while average hour early, sorry, while average hourly earnings rose 0.3%, pushing the 12 month increase to 4.2%. So the lowest level since June of 2021. This comes as the Federal Reserve has been working to slow labor demand to cool inflation, causing concerns among investors that the Fed's moves may lead to a recession. So the idea, right, is, is that they want um, unemployment to rise and they think that is going to help. So although the stock market was closed for Good Friday, futures rose following the report and Treasury yields also moved higher. The job growth, the job growth data, which was the lowest monthly gain, since December of 2020, is expected to factor into the Federal Reserve's decision-making process as it looks to continue its inflation fight. Investors worry that the Fed's actions are likely to result in at least a shallow recession, with the New York Fed indicating a 58% probability of recession in the next 12 months. So this week coming up, Monday at 10 a.m., we have wholesale inventories. Tuesday, 1.30 p.m., Chicago Fed President Goolsby speaks. Wednesday at 8.30, the March Consumer Price Index will be released. Core expectations are 0.5% for the month and year-over-year expectations around 6%. So Wednesday, um, if you're trading, would be a good day to watch to see how the market reacts to the uh, consumer, the CPI print. Um, and then at two o'clock, FOMC minutes. So anytime the government is talking, it's always a good idea to pay attention and you might see some volatility. Uh, so Thursday, 8.30 a.m., the March Producer Price Index will be released. Core expectations are 0.2% for the month. And year-over-year -year expectations around 4.4%. On Friday, 8.30 a.m., U.S. retail sales for March will be released. Expectations around negative 0.4%. 8.45 a.m., Federal, Federal Governor Waller speaks. Ooh, that was a mouthful. Um, I just wanted to also just take a look at the chart because I did see... Where was XPX? Apologies. I thought I saw it gap down pretty bad, actually. Yeah, this morning, SPX or SPY, whichever, um, did actually do a pretty big gap down this morning. But we're still, we still look like we're in a bullish pattern. Um, could be making a lower high on the daily. Um, so far, though, you know, I'm thinking I'm hoping we're actually getting to a point now where where good news is actually going to be good news and bad news is actually going to be treated as bad news because for the longest time we've been in this weird uh, funk where you know you you have bad news that comes out and the traditional market goes up and you have good news that come out and it goes down and it's been very odd but like when I'm looking at technical patterns you know, right now, it looks like on even the weekly for the S&P, like we could be putting in a head and shoulders, which is bearish. Um, if we do get above uh, 41,000, 4,000, sorry, 195 on SPX, um, that would be putting in and we get above it. Sorry, we get above it, like we close the candle above it. We could be putting in a higher high, which is bullish, but we're still technically putting in a lower high, meaning we're not getting up above that previous high, which is bearish. So it remains to be seen. Um, you know, it, it's a really odd situation, right? Where a lot of people really think that there is a recession coming, but these things do take time to play out. I, I remember two years ago talking with people about um, the housing market and recession and all that and how, you know, the traditional market is, is overvalued at this point. And we still, we still run to 4,800 you know, on SPX. And that was uh, January of last year. So these things do take time to play out. A lot of these are like really long term plays. So you know, you, you hear people talking about recession, it's not going to happen tomorrow, it could be six months, it could be a year, it could be two months, right? It, it, it really depends. So that's my take on it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we have hit the 1045 um, mark. And I just wanted to take a second real quick before we um, closed out the show, make sure nobody had any questions for MetaVixens. Um, or, and since they don't, um, would you like to leave us with a closing thought um, before we end the show? Uh, Anna? 
Oh, this is very interesting to me um, because I, I rarely have time to like dive into the actual, you know, crypto tendencies and everything because I know it, this is crypto related, but I sometimes, you know, not forget, but not uh, be able to keep track of it. And uh, this is actually really useful, like the the, the deep dive into it. So uh, you guys are doing a great show. So thank you so much for uh, for this and thank you so much for, for having me. And you said you're going to, uh, to be at uh, NFT NYC? Yes. That's awesome. I, I wish I, I could be there. I will not be there, but I, I will have um, a Vixen on, on display on um, on a billboard. So I'm really excited about that. I hope uh, someone gets a good photo. And I'll actually, I haven't tweeted about it yet, but I'll, I'll, I'll run a little event, perhaps like have a little bounty for um, for whoever can manage to get, oh, get a photo. Oh, find my meta vixen. You better you know run, <laughs> B-Vans. That's the first place you go. Okay? I don't want you to know what, anything actually, else. I don't want you, you to said, eat. I don't want you to drink. Don't go grab a bagel. Okay? I know you, you want a bagel. Don't go grab I know, so bad. No, like no, a Kaiser roll. No. No, listen. You go find it. You can have <laughs> You know what? Don't even bother yeah, really sending the tweet. Just it. send me the information real quick. <laughs> and then once I get close enough, I'll be like, okay, you can, I want a head start. You can send the tweet out. <laughs> oh, God. I love it. Oh, my God. I hope you have a great time. This is so exciting. Like I'm, I'm not even there, but I'm so excited it's happening. You know, it's, uh, it's such a big deal. And yeah, I remember last time when it happened, I didn't even know what was happening because everybody had NFT NYC in their, you know, bios and everything. I was like, what is this? So now, uh, now I'm more involved in it. So it's it's really cool to see. So I hope you guys have an awesome time. Oh, just B bands is going. I I still stay here in the cold, but I'm gonna live vicarious through vicariously through her. That'll be fun. <laughs> that'll be fun. that's awesome i'm dying inside a little yeah. bit no a lot because i wish she was going but it's okay we're gonna hang out next time so yeah. i f- i figure uh we should close out the show um you know get our day going uh next week we're going to have uh creative owls it is a polygon project um he is a web3 digital content creator a metaverse luminary and a digital artist he is building with Polygon Gaming currently, and he does a lot in spatial.io. Uh, so the metaverse that you can go in and kind of have meetings and, and hang out and display things. It's a pretty awesome place. He has one of those. So he'll be there at um, on our show next week. And I'm so used to having EJ with his positive vibes after this. So now I feel a little bit lost, but thank you so much, guys. for it again. <laughs> be positive uh, do you remember it um choose to find don't worry the good and the bad make be happy day special uh open a door uh pay for somebody's coffee behind you i'm gonna add that one in because that's popular mm-hmm. where i mm-hmm. live mm-hmm. you know pay, pay it for forward behind you yeah unless they're unless they're buying for an entire family like that's yeah. that's a bit yeah much. first check yeah but, you know what actually check <laughs> how many people are in the vehicle before you go and say that's you want to hook a brother out, you know? <laughs> yeah, there's buying coffee for the entire office. Oh no, sir, I'm good. <laughs> oh wow, we just All this right. went left. <laughs> All I right, don't know guys. why it's that cold. It's that cold shower this morning. Now, no, I like it. The, kind the of zippiness. Today. Like yeah, it. I'm, I'm not like half it. tired, half asleep. Okay, sorry guys. All serious right, well, time again. Let's be serious. <laughs> Let's be serious. No, but seriously. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Okay. I just this is, this is what you guys should deal with. This is what you Mama. get to deal with now. Okay. All right, okay, guys. They, they don't want to watch their iPads. All right. So have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. I look forward to meeting some people that hopefully are in the audience. Um, if you have any questions with what's going on with the migration, um, please hop into our Discord. We have lots of people in there to help. Um, and yeah, be positive, be happy, um, love one another. Yeah. And let's quickly also thank the community for being so, so understanding when the migration went awry on Friday. Like that was just incredible. Everybody was in there like, Hey, no worries. EJ's got us. And it's true, right? EJ had it set up so that, um, all of the skellies went to the migration wallet. So they weren't just lost in space, right? Like he, he had a fail safe in there. So he was able to get it done, get it fixed. 
Um, the unfortunate thing was, was that our developer was asleep, unfortunately, so we couldn't get it dealt with then. But just want to thank you so, so much for being so understanding. You know, um, there was no FUD. There was no hate. There was no nothing. You guys are incredible. And this is, I really think that this is what it means. Uh, you know, when Medivic, when Anna, sorry, was talking earlier about creating um, a community. Because our, our, the vibes in our server is much different than the vibes in, um, you know, some other servers. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I can't say that enough. Awesome. And on that note, you guys have a wonderful week. Thank you for coming. We'll see you next week on Bare Bones. And um, yeah, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here anymore, guys. I love how you say that now. Where did that come from? It came from Martin Lawrence. Well, he yeah, was like, who shared that with you? Who shared that with you? I don't know. Did you, I are, said it am, first. Am I supposed to you? Okay, okay. <laughs> Saber said it first. <laughs> I, I told you, I'm feeling weird today. I'm just like giggling. I don't say, know why. Say, Maybe say, I ate too much chocolate. Say, Saber said it first. Mm -hmm. So get to stepping. Oh, Straylight is giving me a thumbs down over and over again. What's with all the hate, bro? <laughs> Yo, Bye. bro. Bye, What's guys. good? <laughs> <laughs> no more cold showers for her. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was The Bare Bones of Web 3, episode 26, featuring special guest Meta Vixens, recorded on Monday, April 10th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Now, if you want to keep listening... Head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support now. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. All aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke blows in when I start a session. Blink canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush. Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers. Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse. But in the universe, I'm just writing some words. Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Another fixed game of try my love Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor we take A little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the box came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble Spaces.